1: And hey, why can't Tampa Bay sports fans have nice things? The Rays want to split their season with Montreal. The Lightning are good, but not great anymore in the playoffs. And the Bucs, well, we're a long way from the optimism of hard knocks. We've got Times sports columnist Martin Finley to discuss that and the U.S. Women's Soccer World Cup Championship team not making the trip to the White House on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick, it's hot out there, and that means you're running your AC all the time, and if you're like me, your electric bill is going up and up and probably over $300. That's just crazy. If you want to save 90 to 95% off your electric bills, listen to me now. May Electric Solar. That's right. There- they're a locally-owned company, and May Electric Solar is the safest solar available. They don't use high-voltage like many other companies. And May Electric Solar has a 25-year warranty on all their equipment and labor. They have a full showroom. You can see their products in their open weekdays. Now, May Electric Solar has been around for 12 years. They've earned a great reputation with their customers and their peers, but there are many other solar companies imitating them and trying to use their great name. So remember, they don't use subcontractors, and they do not subcontract for any other company in any other way. So everyone knows it has to be May. All the way. So stop the insanity of these out of control electric bills and start saving now. Call May Electric Solar at 727 819 2862. And if you call right now, you can also receive a 30% tax credit by changing to solar energy through 2019. Call the real May Electric at 727 819 2862. Okay, Martin Fenley joins us now. And uh, Martin, it, it, we have not talked to you uh, since the, the race came out with this uh, idea, I guess you would call it. Um, to yeah. play half the season or split their season between Montreal and Tampa Bay. It's gotten a lot of, of different opinions. I liked your guess, sort of what you wrote about that first and foremost, like even going back to the whole the whole event, you were at that press conference. You've done a lot of news conferences with various teams <laughs> yeah. in, in in Tampa Bay throughout the years. How 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 bizarre was that? Just what was that what was that whole thing about?
0: It was uh... I don't believe there is a dog or pony left in Tampa Bay after that news conference. Uh, it told me two things. One, Stu Sternberg should never have another news conference in his life. And two, but you know, there were some great moments when the uh, local restaurateur, ga- you know, got up and gave the uh, Make the Rays Great again speech. I mean, I was standing there for that. And then there was a gentleman screaming at the end of the top of his lungs that including at the media that we were traitors. As as if I took as if I took the last hot dog at the reception, which by the way I did. But um <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a lunatic show. But it was in perfect keeping with this lunatic idea. I mean it's it's perfect. I mean, you know, it should have we should have had a gong show for this. And we did. And it just made me think all the more that you know, this is just a red herring. Just it's like the sailboat stadium. This is just our ship is going to sail, and there'll be some maneuvering and whatnot. You know, I know Mark Topkin You know, wrote a great piece of what Commissioner Rob Manfred said about this, and maybe shedding some light. But this is the same clown who said the baseballs aren't juiced. So you know, he's pretty much validated. <laughs> His opinion, right there. I mean, they're they're hitting golf balls out of the stadium at the home run derby. But no, no, no. Let's take him at his word. So, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, the last time we saw this many home runs, uh, there people were sticking needles in their rear ends. I think.
0: Yeah, and, and in some ways, of course, that was a lot less palatable historically. But so this is completely man-made, and this is not an anabolic creation. But it still speaks to. I mean, you know, these people won't fess up. They only own the company that makes the baseballs. Not that I care if Justin Burlander you know, has ten more homers hit against them. But I guess I'm a fan of two one and three two. That's just the <laughs> the old baseball guy in me. But um, no, this Rays Montreal thing's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I, I think it's not. I don't I think mean, it's going to work. I don't think it's supposed to work.
1: Okay, so let's talk. And So, so the, the term red herring would indicate that, uh, that it's sort of a look over here, you know, this isn't really what, what we mean. But there, but there was, a, I mean, they did try to sell this, in and in, in in, in I think the most damning thing they did, Martin, was Stuart Sternberg mm-hmm. saying that owners agreed for him to explore this in that, you know what, we have determined, doesn't matter where the stadium is, doesn't matter if it's in Tampa, St. Pete, open air, close, whatever, this community cannot support more than 41 games a year. That's like the worst thing you could say about this market for baseball.
0: For sure. And, you know, it, it's hard to argue on some nights when there's 6,000 in the stands. I'm not, I'm not saying. Somewhere along the lines, because Lou Pinello was born here, Wade Boggs played here, somehow along the way people became convinced that this is the Tigris and Euphrates of baseball, that this is the central <laughs> Area of baseball and it just isn't. It's a good. T- we live in a very nice town. You know, it's not a network of caves, and it won't be after after baseball leaves. Although I, I'm still a little worried about the countdown to Bucks Camp, which is I think some of us forget how lonesome a time that was when we were counting down to Bucks Camp when we had no baseball, oh. and it was like counting down to the Vanguard launch. I mean, it was like <laughs> the thing was going to blow up on the pad, but we still had to wait for it, wait for the countdown. And uh, that's where we are again in Buck's history. And frankly, Ray's history on the field is pretty good right now. They're going to be in the running all season. But how much will it matter if in the back of your mind everyone's going, they're not going to be here. I mean, this is good practice for Tampa Bay residents to be indifferent to a playoff race and I think they're gonna get a lot of practice at it the rest of the way.
1: Well, two dollar tickets notwithstanding for the Orioles series and then of course the Yankee uh you know split uh, split allegiance uh crowd sure they still had oh, seven straight crowds of twenty thousand or more um you they think did. that's that's yeah in seven in a row. Uh but but again well, you know, I know Yank- but- Yankees Orioles with two dollar tickets, right? so that's that's that's, that's sure. the outlier though, right we we're, we're, we're probably going to go back right. to eight or ten thousand a year soon.
0: Oh, real soon. um the White Sox are in town soon, and despite the uh, the incredible walk up they're expecting you know i'm not I'm not counting on Altamont or Woodstock for that. That's going to be the reality. and the fact of the matter is no one would ever suggest that two dollar tickets is a working business model for a major league baseball team. But, right. I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, I I think they might have to. Maybe if they paid people two dollars, we might have to really take it to a different level here. Or you know, you get to decide who opens the game on the pitching staff. There, there, there's a lot of things left. There's a lot of cards left to play before the moving vans come, which I think they will. Inevitable. I think this is inevitable. I, I think the the bear is in the woods. I would I want to be wrong. I love but you love baseball. I love baseball. Oh god. But but I also have lived here a while and I've lived through the uh, some of the stuff that's happened in the past. The waiting on the midnight out of Illinois or the Mariners or many many moons ago the Twins uh the right. Giants. I mean, baseball is jerked us around a lot, either teams. And I and I think we're ready to do that again you know john romano and i were talking about this and john doesn't think you know my own deep dark theory is that eventually well we we can't draw unless we sell two dollar tickets the baseball steps in and goes you know what we'll buy the team from you and we'll try to move it now granted john made a great point that man baseball don't like to do that they don't really like to get into it with cities but they might be ready to break new ground here they might be willing to say, you know what? Yeah, the Rays don't want to tangle in a lease irrevocable damage to a city. And that, that would be a powerful lawsuit, and that would be a heck of a court case. Somehow I think baseball's going to win it. They've got, what, $30, 40000000000 billion. I, I think they're going to roll those dice. And I think Stu will wind up owning another baseball team, possibly the New York Mets. I don't know. He always felt like a Mets owner, even at, well, he's been Rays owner. You know, he's probably gone to more Mets games than Rays games. And I like Stu. Who doesn't like Stu? Stu's a very likable guy, but he's also a, you don't get to have a lot of money by not making a lot of money. And uh, I suggested, yeah, crack the books. Let's see what you got. Let's see just how bad it is. And I don't think they want us to know. Baseball doesn't want us to know. But these guys are making money. They're clearly not as much as like the Yankees or the Red Sox, but they got to be making money. They just have to be. You're your revenue sharing alone.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. So so why why can't Tampa Bay have nice things? I mean, like you mentioned, that, I, mean, I don't know. 20, it, it was a twenty-year struggle to get this damn team, and they went through the molar years and and the Devil Rays and the bad uniforms and the jokes. Um, then came Joe Madden and the rebranding and Andrew Friedman, and they turn it around and go to a World Series. And, you know, and, and, and during this whole time, the stadium didn't just appear. It never does, though, Martin. I mean, you've been through this. We, we went through this with the Bucks. Yeah, for sure. You've got you got to have the moving vans practically in the parking lot. And, and in that case, it was Baltimore. But then our model pulled the rug out from Malcolm Glazer. But, I mean, it, right. you don't get those deals until the last minute. The White Sox didn't get it. You have to have there has to be a foil, right? There has to be a Montreal. There has to be a Saint Petersburg before you get those deals. So so but what is it about this area, uh, from a sports standpoint so that we can't outside of the Lightning, who has good ownership and, and a nice run going here, um, but albeit one Stanley they Cup. They do, but what it's, is it it's about? not quite good enough. I don't know. I right. don't know. i you know, I don't know I don't know if we live under the mark of a pentagram or what.
0: Um we just <laughs> we just don't quite I mean we have a football team that can't get its act together. We have a baseball team that while it's getting its act together is is, you know, trying to, you know, doing a map quest to Montreal. Now we have a hockey team that is good enough but not really good enough. So we're 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 kind of a kind of in a hole right now and then you add the whole Tampa Bay, you know, we're a blue-collar city. You know, we don't have as much money as some of these other cities. In some ways, I always thought that the old Sombrero of Tampa Stadium was the perfect stadium for this town—functional, go sit down, no no chairbacks for this city. <laughs> but you know, then we started building a uh, big football stadium. You remember that? That barely passed. That barely passed when they tied it. They had to tie it, I think, to police yes. and schools,
1: schools and police. I mean, and, and less it barely 5%. passed. Yeah.
0: I remember Tony Dungy was walking around asking his coaches, did you vote today? Did you vote? today?" I mean, that's when it came, you know, they were that worried about that. So if yeah. that barely passed and football was King. I don't know why it was King. It's certainly not King now, which is, is the damnable thing about this is the buck. The bucks are like in some ways, the three horse. And, you know, I, I bet I could get up a double secret vote that would say, if we're going to lose a sports team, can we just lose the football team? But you know, That doesn't make any sense either. I mean, you you keep what you have. I mean, maybe we're just destined to be a two-sport town. Maybe that's what we should be. You know, maybe that's just the way it is. And baseball fans will just get the extra innings package and we'll watch more. Ray's viewership is great, you know, on TV. Maybe maybe we're maybe heading to, as a society, to people who are just a bunch of watchers here, you know, helped along by the fact that about, the vast majority of us are not from here to begin with. That's why you get such great Yankee turnouts. I've got my own ideas on this, and I think, you know, maybe we should just be the city where other teams go to and play six games a year here as the home team. Maybe baseball can work. That would be the super deal. People visit here anyway. Just set up a schedule where the 29 other baseball teams play six games a year here. We're done. That's our team. Our team is every team. You know, it's either that or build a stadium, build a stadium. I have got the, my theory for the stadium barge that makes a docking each night and one in Tampa, one in St. Pete, it has all the possibilities in the world, you know, duty-free shops, you know, how everyone told, Oh boy, you hit one on McCovey Cove, it goes in the water. Every home run at this ballpark would go in the water. Now granted it would be the largest ship ever built. You know, there's little things in physics of it or engineering problems. But why not? If they can think about splitting time between here and Canada, then I can think about a, a stadium boat floating out into the Gulf. And aside from like sharks, is there really any problem with this? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: I know. You
1: think it's crazy uh, No icebergs, that's something? for heard sure. You know, than the Titanic. bit you
0: know, of a little you of a little of The Rays, in some ways, have fulfilled the social (laughs) contract
1: Uh, You know what? I kind of like it. I like like it.
0: Oh, the boat boat thing could work. But you just know that if we built one, that for the first time in meteorological history, climate history, there would be an iceberg. I I just know it. I mean, it's the way things are going for us right now. We're We're just, we're a hard luck city. Or cities, as it were,
1: which we might are be due for time. a break, and we
0: well, are—we
1: really are. What do you? What do you make of the? I mean, what do you make of this current Rays team? This current Rays team, uh, which uh, got off to a terrific start, and they obviously hit the lull. They can't beat the Yankees. We know that. You mentioned the White Sox coming. They need to kidnap Alex Colome, who is like the last closer they've actually had for yeah. a while, and he's doing really, yeah, really well for sure. for the White Sox, but. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's the sad thing. Is this a likable team? This is a, a, a young Very team. Likable. This is uh, uh, maybe a closer or two away from, from, from contending. So wouldn't it figure that they're For the sure. ones that are going to be headed out of town?
0: Right. right. Now, now of course, all of this, if is, is, is the lease is truly unshakable, we're talking about seven years. So that's seven more years to not go to rain right, games, true. everyone. Keep that in mind. Make your plans to not come to the park. Um I like this team a lot. I like I like the possibilities. Um, I like the possibilities with the pitching. I don't know what you know. Brendan McKay is going to stay. And I don't know if Tyler now is coming back, but Charlie Morton has been the real deal, and maybe Blake Snell is going to come around. And if they have three three and a half starters, I like their chances. They have a great ERA pitching, even even in this crazy home run derby. Sport pitching still matters, or at least I think it does. Um, they're they're troubling at times the way they run the bases and the way they play defense. But I I like the team. I like I like the way they roll. Now the question is, you know, you can see the Red Sox are going to lo- start looming. You've got the A's. They're going to be trouble, and the Rangers, for that matter, are going to be trouble. So I don't, you know, but right now they're in first place. I think for the wild card. You know what? What could be better than maybe maybe resurrect the ideas of the Rays of the past, the 08 Rays, than a Rays Red Sox one game playoff at the Trop? I mean, it's nice to think about. It's better than thinking about buying a French English to French dictionary. You know, maybe will uh, maybe they can relieve some of the uh, maybe <laughs> the, the worries or the angst by playing some really good baseball but they're going to have to hit, like you said, they, they got to figure out the tail end, but you know, anything at this point has got to be better than looking at the trip. And of course, Stu, which speaks to the entire disconnect here said that he fully expects a lot of fans to make the trip to Montreal. Absolutely. I'm already, I'm already on orbit. I'm looking, (laughs) sign me
1: up. Yeah. I, I am.
0: I am there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's easy for Stu to say, yeah. No, I, look, you know, I'll pay the electric bill next month. I will i don't plan on eating in May, so I'm ready to go on that trip. You know, I mean, hes oh, that's thats what worries me. Cause, like I said, Stu is a good man, but it kind of reminded me of when George Bush didn't have scanners and the supermarket worked. Remember that? He was, like, fascinated. How do these work? They'd only been around, like, a... 104 years by then. But he was like, and it just speaks to, he's never bought a gallon of milk in his life. He's never done anything like that. And I'm not saying Stu is as much of a man of the people he is. You know, what are you talking about? Yeah, we're all going to Montreal. Let's just get the Ken Kesey baseball bus going. Let's get up there right now. We. Mon I don't know if he.
1: I don't know if he knows this. I, I have a. I have a passport. Very few people actually do, but mine's not even updated. <laughs> it might take about four months to do that. So I mean, like you can't even travel between Canada and the United States anymore. There's this little thing called. I don't know immigration. I don't know what you know, but you, yeah. you can't just show your driver's license and cross the Niagara again. No, I'm,
0: well at least I haven't built a wall yet up there. You know, they're keeping it. So- I always thought that that's why. Maybe the Rays have moved to Mexico. We already have a wall in place. We already have an outfield wall.
1: It's the wall. <laughs> you know, we'll cut it's to the, the wall, there. yes. Speaking uh, of politics, yeah, we'll- and we rarely do on this podcast, but let's do it anyway because I think uh, you can't talk about the U.S. <laughs> women's uh, national soccer team and, of course, the World Cup uh, champions for the fourth time. Uh, without, without getting into that a little bit, you wrote a column uh, in the Tampa Bay Times. First and foremost, let me just say, This notion of of championship teams going to the White House is probably played out at this point. Um, For starters, there's way too many teams, you know, that go. And if they're just going to have McDonald's anyway, what the hell? Um, You know, I I don't think I'm going for the big Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn,
0: you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: the the funny thing is the, the two teams that didn't get to go to the White House were the world champions in Tampa Bay. Both the Bucks and the Lightning yeah, got jilted I, I out of their that. trips to the White House. One, one because of the Gulf War and the other because of the strike.
0: Yeah, so it's like neither, you know, and uh, we've both probably written about this before, but we, that's once again Tampa Bay, the definition of Tampa Bay. <laughs> See, neither, but we, can't nice we can't have nice They're things.
1: We can't have nice things. They're going to bring their
0: own. They were going to bring desserts. They wanted to go to the White House, <laughs> and we didn't even get that. We can't have this now. Meanwhile, there are there are teams. It's become all the rage, I and mean, I've always thought the White House thing was a little out of control. I guess when they started to bring in, you know, they started to bring in the, in the MLS teams, and you know, there's a certain cutoff. I I don't know what the cutoff is at the White House, but now we know what that the what the cutoff is now. Must agree with White House proprietor. I mean. And look, I, do I think that, I mean, I just watched the women. They were paraded up the Canyon of Heroes in New York, and they were just celebrated at City Hall. They received keys to the city. I don't know what that opens at this point, but they was, all received keys to the city. And Megan Rapino, the co-captain, leading scorer and everything, she got up and she gave a very nice speech. And then at the end, she said, thank you, MF in New York, which kind of kind of drowned out the message there. Um, but, you know, yeah, lines <laughs> yeah. are drawn. Clearly lines are drawn. I mean, the dreamer and me would have loved to have seen the U.S. woman go to the White House, no matter what they think. Y- you know, you respect the office, not the man. But I guess their point is, and it's pretty well taken, the man doesn't respect the office. So why should we? I mean, the, line, the lines are drawn here. You know, you know. I guess they're not going to learn anything by going, and there's not going to be any give and take on equal pay or anything like that. But gosh, if I have a chance to talk to the head man about that, I may take my shot. But you know, we're a little past absolutely. But, yeah, but I don't blame. Yeah, them. No, I, I, I don't blame Megan Rapinoe, and that's what I the point I was making today was. Look, if there's any human being on earth, just in theory, who should understand being rogue, being audacious, being daring, it'd be the guy in the White House. He's Absolutely. broken tables yeah. up and thrown chairs and everything, and he was president. And so he just doesn't know how to turn that off. I mean, I mean, isn't the whole idea of the, this great big nation of ours? Yeah, you can disagree with each other. Apparently not. I mean, if you disagree with the president, you don't want to be around him. And if you disagree with Megan Rapinoe, you know, you don't want to be around her. Or you want to call her out on Twitter. Th- he's the leader of the free world. He doesn't have better things to do. I mean, that's what I keep coming back to. This is a big deal. It's really not that big a deal. And by the way, it's also something a lot of Americans are proud of. And he always talks about making America great. And that's great. But they just made America great. Even when they were, you know, even when they were pulling the wings off Thailand, they were making America great. You know, you would think he'd wrap his arms around them, if not the flag, over what they did. It, it's just it was, confusing. You know, Mart,
1: it was one of the most dominating performances of a, of a team on, on the international level that that the United States has had, and and and, for and sure. aside from aside from the political uh, statements that they would like to uh, use this platform for. Things like equal pay and all that, which they have very good, you know, very good stances on, and and and, and absolutely should absolutely. probably be paid. But but their mark on the game, I mean, you know, the, the, let's face it, the U.S. men's soccer team hasn't done one one ilch of what what, what the women's teams have done, uh, and and granted, that's a different you know a, a different conversation about about you know the global competition and all of that, uh, and yet they, they are. This is as good for soccer, and I was telling Steve this last night. I mean, I sat and watched it with a nephew of mine who plays soccer, could not have been more mm-hmm. excited about the game, could not have been more excited about women's team, and it was really it was because it was soccer. And so, you know, yeah. regardless of men, women, whatever, they've they've elevated that sport in this country.
0: Oh, absolutely! Look, I mean, I we uh, I was over at uh, Daytona for you know, the big rain delay before they were in the car race. And I never thought I'd be sitting in a room with a bunch of gearheads watching soccer mm. or women's soccer for that matter. But everyone was on board. I mean, Daytona is the bastion of red, white, and blue around the holidays. And a lot of people were into it. Everyone, you know, everyone wanted to watch. And I managed to find the one TV that had the game on. So, it was great. I was, I was very proud of them. And actually, I, and I'm proud of them being, you know, speaking there the, for standing up and saying, we have minds and we're going to speak them. And I think that's something that everyone, including the president should get behind. Did I like Iron our Megan just dropping the flag? Well, no, the flag is but a symbol. I mean, it means something to me, but to me, the flag represents speaking your mind and disagreeing and standing up and being counted. And gosh, that's what they're doing, and I don't know if that's a terrible thing. That doesn't make them—I don't think—that makes them un-American. I think that makes them ultra-American that they're doing that. Plus, they're kicking butt, which we
1: sort of like too. That was the thing. I know I the think, I think does. A lot of—he's the king of thirteen not. nothing.
0: He loves it. <laughs> He's going for the um, heart yeah, so, every day.
1: So I mean that not? part. That part, I think, uh, was. You know, I mean the rest of the world might have viewed it differently. I think way too much was made of uh, you know, Alex Morgan sipping tea for goodness sakes. I mean we've seen far oh, yeah, yeah, different yeah. And, and you know, demonstrations. People gotta get over that. You know. They were
0: having I was watching
1: them
0: at City Hall here. They're dancing on the stage and I loved it. There was joy there, I loved it. and I'm, I'm not going to take it. Yeah. And, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, what are we going to do? Start betting people who can visit the White House? Well, you're never going to. Do you think that when Doug Williams, and I believe he went to the White House with the Redskins after they won this, to... do you think he agreed with everything that the guy in the old boss was, was doing? No. Probably not. There's probably athletes that go to the White House all the time that don't agree with the president. And maybe to that extent, I think, you know, yeah, you should show up. And like, but you know, we've never had a president that takes everything so personally. I mean, I'm sure they're vetting. I mean, I I was surprised. I think they were going to invite the Kentucky Derby winner to the White House. You know, because they, you better make sure he doesn't talk. (laughs) You know, they they better have like, you know, other than you know, but you know he, you know, but I I remember people interviewed tried to yes, they tried to interview him and he refused to say whether he supported the president or not, and so. You know, he was out, too. He's out. You know, between that and we're, you know, we're going to be scrambling for shovels as it is. Or we're going to do it in the name of... I, I don't know who can safely visit the White House without saying something. But why would you want that? I remember in 2011, the Boston Bruins won the Stanley Cup. And their goaltender, Tim Thomas, did not go with the team to the White House because he disagreed with some of Obama's policies and big government in general. And you know what? I thought, man, yeah, I understand. That's his right. You know, that's his right to do that. Absolutely. But, you know, I've gotten a lot of feedback on this column, and one of them is, you know, how, what a classless move it is by these women. And I, I guess I don't see it that way. Would I like to, would I like to have seen just for the idea of Trump, President Trump standing next to Megan Rapino, and maybe they're both squirming. Part of me liked that photo up a lot you know but maybe it's you know that's my dark side but
1: you know let
0: me just say there's a lot uh, going a lot of moving parts
1: let me just say as someone who is actually you know you think about who can get in the white house right first of all it's an unbelievable experience um if you've not been uh even for the uh the east tour
0: i have no i have not been invited either
1: well, let me, uh, I'll, I I'll drop this and then I'll, this is because I'm, it's, I'm all about me, but, uh, I actually got an opportunity <laughs> and it was, it was an absolute fluke for me. Uh, this is going back mm-hmm. in the Rich McKay days. Marcus Sanovich was a strength coach. I have stood in the oval office. I have stood behind the resolute desk in, in the oval office of the United of our Nations White House, taking the tour of the West wing, uh, not just the East wing. Um, and it was a complete fluke that I did it. It turned out that the head of the Secret Service uh, White House detail, Jack Wackrow, who I think you see now on CNN, uh, I believe that's who it was at the time, um, was, uh, was into bodybuilding, and he was doing creatine, and that was during the creatine scare. And Mark Asanovic had written, had been quoted in Sports Illustrated saying how this is bad for your body and dehydrates you and things. And he had called, and the Bucks were playing a preseason game against the Redskins. One thing led to another six of us, including Stadi, the A-train, uh, the train made mm-hmm. it into the Oval Office. We, I, I said I'd like to go along. Is there any way? And sure enough, I got cleared by the FBI somehow, and was uh, <laughs> was on the list. And 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 the guy says, okay, Bill Clinton was president. Uh, whatever their mm-hmm. name for him was, I don't remember. But he was he was out at Camp David or someplace. And they said, well, if you just if you're very uh, quiet, we we will give you a tour of the a quick tour of the Oval Office. And I'm telling you, whether you get that far or not the the white house is is really a special place and um so it is it's one of the great in, home
0: field advantages i mean it certainly is
1: think. yeah it certainly is I mean, and it it, it was it, i still have goosebumps when i think about it that you know someone from robinson drive can make it however fluky it was into the oval office in washington dc i'm a sap for that sort of thing so it would i liked your comment mm-hmm. that you know you, you kind of concluded wouldn't it be nice if
0: wouldn't it be nice it if might, we could all just get along be nice. Just for an hour, I'll time it. It's yeah. not a problem. And then we can go back to it. But you know, <laughs> that's part. Of, that's our. That's well, yeah. our crazy country. I like it though. I like it.
1: I get way, it. I get frankly. it. Frankly. Well, uh, you mentioned, and we'll let you on this one, Martin. Uh, the Bucks uh, start 14 days. That means my life is over for 11 and a half months. Much of yours <laughs> will be too. Um, <laughs> The the Bruce Arians era or maybe a uh, minute, I don't I don't know how long, you know, Bruce is we d- we for just, Tampa Bay, but at least know. as long as Jameis Winston is quarterback, which is a, one more year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I have got a feeling that he might be a quarterback for more than one year, but um yeah, I mean so it, I. It, you know, usually this is the time of year where and we allow ourselves to think, What if with the Bucks? What if this all comes together. What if they find a running back? What if they, what if Jameis gets his act together? What if, I don't know if JPP has a cousin somewhere that can come in and pass rush? Or What if these rookies <laughs> work out, but what if period doesn't last as long as it used to with the bucks, you know, now it's like, what if this all goes wrong again? What if they don't make the playoffs again? Um, it used to be the bucks used to enjoy a grace period and there's no greater grace period in bucks history than a new coach you know but i keep thinking you know boy you know what if bruce did this what if bruce did that and i keep trying to you know put it out of my mind you know what if the bucks have one win going to london what if they, they can't get out of their own division with a win Oof. you know and i don't know that's where we are in bucks history mm. I mean, it's, it's not a, it's not a pretty place, but it's, you know, sooner or later it might eventually, but we might go in the way back machine. Eventually we might be standing around talking about one's bucks camp start. God, I can't think of anything more lonely than standing around. Boy, one's bucks camp start at least now, you know, Hey, the razor playing, let's not go. I mean, now we've got if that's ever off our plates, you know, you know, then we're down to the lightning. When does lightning camp start? You know, <laughs> you know let's, let's, yeah. count let's count down to that. Another ball dropping. Um, but no, you know, I guess, you know, we're pretty far removed from the hard knock season, aren't we? Preseason. Yes. When yep. uh, which was the electric light parade and Gerald McCoy <laughs> in the kimono and, you know, I mean, and that stuff really happened. It did, you know, and it's just a few years later, but this is like dry gulch, even with, and I'm, I'm sure you do. I, I, I like Bruce Arians. I like his, I like his, sure. I like the way he talks. I like that. And I know he's a professional football coach. He knows what he's doing. I know mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing, but you know, the general, you know, cloud over this franchise, you know, still exists. Maybe part of that's the quarterback. Maybe that's, I don't know, but I know I, I don't go in with a lot of expectations for this Bucks team, and I can't shake that. Even as, but I'm, I'd be happy to be proven wrong. An entire community would be happy to be proven wrong. Imagine if the Bucks were ever good again. Hard to hard to imagine now. It's been too long. We've had too much practice thinking the other way. And it's a question of how they're going to turn that around. But it is football camp, and you know, and all that brings. So. I don't know. I, I guess it's every season brings its own expectations and its own excitement. Mm-hmm. Maybe. At least we're probably not gonna get rained on. They're gonna be indoors a lot, you know, when it's <laughs> bad weather. So that's one thing. Yeah. But I don't know I don't know where the I don't know where we are with the Bucks. I don't know if I'm excited camp's about to start or dreading it. I think there might be fans that way there might be people who have already tuned these guys out and this might be the great, the great opening for the bucks. Maybe they're so they're not even on the radar, the building that the radar is in. They're like, they're in another place. You know, I think they sold the radar. Um, they're not on the radar. So maybe that's, maybe that's the only thing they have going for them is that they're not even a blip on screen. So, you know, make the blip, you know, that yeah. kind of year. But,
1: you know. Well, we won't have no to wait Arians. long. I tell you, yep, Arians is uh, Arians is going to be a big story. Jameis, of course, in what could be his last year, although I agree with you, it doesn't feel like it. And then whether Todd Bowles can take a defense that went from 29 points a game to giving up, I don't know, 24 or so and giving them a chance yeah. to win. So. Yeah. I mean, We've also I got 20, 23,000 miles of travel in this, in this season as well. And one home game between a... September. September 22nd and November 10th, which is a long time to be away the from Tampa. Almost look. as long as the Rays plan on being. That's the thing. See, the Bucks are actually doing what the Rays are proposing. They're going to play everywhere else around the country and and miss about two months and not be in Tampa. So we'll we'll get a taste of whether or not that'll work.
0: Yeah, and if they're one and eight, please Bucks, go to Montreal and stay there. You know, <laughs> you know. So we're gonna. I will. You know. I will pay for the extra baggage costs. I mean, <laughs> and the Bucks have a lot of extra baggage right now, including oh, all the yeah. years of not making the Bucs. This community has more than enough reasons. I don't know if we have more than enough reasons not to go to Rays games. We've built up a large arsenal of reasons not to go see Bucks games. And, the, you know, the 204-degree heat in September won't help. And that they won't even be around. Oh I don't know if no. it's going to help their record. And we haven't even factored in, you know, as much as Arian as his health issues and whatnot. Is he up for this? And it is a grind. You know that. I mean, you cover oh, the yeah. team and you know it's a grind. I can't imagine what it's like for some of those guys. But, you know, it's going to be, I guess it's going to be relatively interesting. It always is. And then the games start and we'll see. Hopefully they won't be diluted this year. I I think they kind of, and I understood, you know, three and three, eh, we're going to get there. I don't know. I I still blame, you know, I think that really set the franchise back. I think they need a dose of realism, and I think Arians is going to give it to them. Arians is going to be able to talk turkey with CM Jason and say, look, this is where we are. We're not really that close. Although Bruce has said they're pretty close, and uh, I'm wondering what he's looking at, but Maybe they are close. Like I said, everyone's willing to be proven wrong, but they'll have to do some proving. And I don't see how they're going to do it. I really don't.
1: Well, we don't have to wait long to find out. He's Martin Fenley, and uh, uh, this, is, this has not left me with a lot of optimism right now, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and as John Gruden says, I'm Yeah, not I've got my Rays in and Montreal, all the Bucs
0: at 4-12, and, 12, and <laughs> the Lightning pretty. coming up short for the Stanley Cup. Where are we eating? Yeah, sorry about
1: that. But. Well, you know, like I said, but the routing, we can't have nice, nice. things. Yeah, the rowdies. No, we, we, we can't have it, nice we, things here in Tampa. We can't have nice, right
0: have nice. things. We're not allowed to have
1: nice things. We're not allowed to have nice things. I appreciate right you joining us. You should. You should. I'm. I'm. You don't even have to credit me with that. It's just a reality here in Tampa Bay. For some reason, we can't have nice things. Not since '02 and '04, right. anyway. So. That's, Said that's one
0: welcome, W-A-G. Um, yeah, <laughs> that sounds good, man.
1: He's Martin Fenley. You can read him on TampaBay.com. Thanks, Martin. We appreciate the time, buddy.
0: Rick, thanks so much.
1: Okay, my thanks to Martin Fenley. Uh, not always the biggest ray of sunshine there when it comes to Tampa Bay sports teams this year, but we appreciate having him on, as always, with his uh, unique insights. Hey, the Rays begin at four games in Baltimore tomorrow. We'll break down the second half with Times beat writer Mark Topkin on Friday. And, folks, remember, uh, yeah, I know your electric bill is going up and up. It's been hot. You're running the AC all the time. If you'd like to save 90 to 95% off your electric bill, please listen to me now and call my friends at May Electric Solar. They're a locally-owned company. Uh, and right now, if you call, you can also receive a 30% tax credit by changing to solar energy through 2019. Call the real May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. For Steve Bernstein, I'm Rick Stroud at the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody.